spread love. Doom, 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 spread love. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to POV with Kristen Gilmore, where I interview interesting people that you and I are getting to know together. This podcast was created to enlighten, enrich, and inform. The basis is to spread love and extend God's grace to yourself and others. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore, where today I'm interviewing someone who's absolutely interesting and fascinating, but someone who had my heart from the first moment I laid eyes on him. This is a very special guest to me. Um, I would honestly say that I birthed him had his mom not been my sister, but he is truly my child. Connor, Andrew Logan Gilmore, is one of my dream guests. I have a list of people who I truly wanted on this show, and he is one of them. I'll tell you why. He is wise. He's funny. He's respectful. He's a gentleman. And he's a very great person. And, um, I, you know, I... I you, I don't know how many times we get to say that about people that we meet, even people that we're kin to, I guess you could say, Christine, you're a little biased. I guess you could say that, but I must tell you, he is an extra special human being. Connor, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you, T.T. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Do you all hear that voice? Um, Connor calls me T.T. It's short for auntie. Um Connor is the first grandchild of my parents. And uh, Connor, how old are you? I am 11. And Connor, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, well, um, my, well, you already know my age. Um, my, my life is good. I live in Tennessee. It, um... I enjoy my life. I try to do the best I can with it and take care of my mom when I can. And I just like to hang around now. Like I would like to do more things, but like you know, with all the pandemic and virus and stuff that they'll ease out my options. But um, other than that, I just like to lay around do a draw sometimes and um I like to to um create stuff like um draw design robots sometimes sometimes um I like to work with my grandfather um we build lots of things and we work on lots of things and he's a very good man I like to um sometimes chat with my friends because that's really like almost one of the things that keeps me stable in this pandemic. So that's one of the things I like to do. And other than that, I guess like to live, enjoy life to the fullest. Great description of fun things. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now you say that you live in Tennessee. Um, what is it about Tennessee that you enjoy? Well, what I mostly enjoy about Tennessee is that the food, the food, it's, 
it is pretty good. I, I enjoy it. There's lots of options and restaurants you can go to. My personal favorite, um, Louisiana Kitchen, Popeye's. It, it's amazing, really. I, I enjoy it a lot. But other than that, it's the food for me. It's, I like the food. Very nice. Um, you've been here. You've been to New York before. Tell me some of the things that you enjoyed about New York, and then tell me some of the differences between New York and Tennessee. Okay. Well, um, what I liked about New York was that the big cities and buildings and towers, and I like all the activities you can do over there and how lively it is, how how it just fills your mind up with so many good things to do. It'll keep you busy. And like they say, the city that never sleeps, that that means you could go all night enjoying yourself. So I I like it about that reason. And some of the differences between Tennessee and New York is that New York it's more lively. It has more people and more, a bigger population than Tennessee, I feel. And the buildings in Tennessee are are kind of not, they're not really tall. They're, they're kind of short, minimum-wise. And the buildings in New York, they're, they're very tall. They they're very long sometimes and they're just very good very they're very tall and the one other thing is that they have good people in New York well Tennessee does have some good people I I, I will say that but but New York is filled with them filled with more very nice very nice tell me about the first time you got on a plane what was that like well, if I'm being honest, uh, my first opinion on it was I was nervous. I I was frightful at first because I didn't know what would happen. Like, even though I was with two of the greatest people in my life while I was going on that plane, still anything could have happened, like a crash or anything. But when when we were in the air and seeing all the clouds and everything, it was relaxing and and chill. It was very chill. And I just felt like I was, like I could fly, really. And so it was frightful and nervous, but it was enjoyable and good. That's a great way to put it, Connor. You know, and... um you had both emotions. You were you. Had, it had it was a little frightening, but at the same time, it felt chill. Thank you for sharing that. I don't know if I've ever. Hmm. Out of all the times I've flown, I don't know if I've ever thought that deeply about it. Interesting. Interesting. You said you'd like to do more things. If the world, if if you could have the world in the palm of your hand and do absolutely anything you ever thought and dreamed of the sky is the limit like money isn't an option what would you want to do i would want to solve world hunger 
And the reason why is because there's there's so many people in the world that don't have lots of places to go or lots of places to stay or, or, or barely even have any food in the population nowadays. And all these people with good with that like me and some other people that are living good, I, I want other people to enjoy that. I want it to be equal in life, like have the same amount of riches and and have a good life. So I I would solve world hunger and and I would um well I would yeah, I, I guess that's about it. Just solve world hunger. Do you think if you solved world hunger, it would take care of the majority of the problems in the world? Yes. Well, well, it would mostly fulfill the more important needs, like healthy-wise. Like, because the body needs so much nutrients. It's, it's, so with food, that would uh, stop, like, because, you know, you need... um energy when you're working so with food that gives you energy and so if you can work uh you can build your own place to stay but I know that might be a lot to do so I and this is adding on to what I would also do I would um give homes to the homeless give them homes and um I would let the government pay the taxes and I like the way you think, Connor. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I think that's wonderful to want to solve world hunger. Out of all the things you could have said, you could have said, oh, I would fly to, to the moon or I would, you know, take a vacation on the beach and stay there for the rest of my life or I'd be a millionaire. You decided to take care of multiple people. Hmm. That's yeah. very, very kind of you. Well, I I just want a society where we can all be equal and have the same amount of of just everything, really. So tell me, you said out of the things you love to do, you said you love to draw sometimes. You create stuff and design robots. What excites you about doing those things? Well, what excites me about them is the creativity, the unlimited amount of freedom I have doing that for like some some like when you are drawing when you're drawing on the paper with that pencil pen marker whatever it is it it's like your mind is roaming with all these possible ideas that just keep flowing and flowing as you move it around and create them it's it's unbelievable, really, and so comforting to know that you have all that that you can do. And it's like you just like and I know people I've heard this a lot before, but like it's it's like you float off the ground, like like your mind goes to a whole different place. That's what I like about it. That takes you somewhere else. I like that. It's like you like you said you can create your own your own whatever from from a pen and paper. When did you realize you knew how to draw? 
Well, I I didn't really, to, to be honest, I didn't really know that I had it in me. At around, I'd say about four, possibly five or six, I real, realized that I had some, had some okay potential. That's what I, that's what I said in my head. But until other people saw them, and like just really looked at them, they were like, "Wow, that's that's unbelievable, unimaginably good." So I realized that, realize now that I have some very good artistic um, sense of mind, and it's the way I do my things. It's very well, very unique, I'd say. So I'd say I am, I'm a very unique and well, well artistic. Nice. I love that you said artistic. You know, that kind of runs in our family. Um, Well, obviously me, Um, but you know, your mom, she's a singer, you're, you're, um, uncle he sings and he creates your granddaddy builds with his hands and i believe you've started to help him make things lately what have you all been working on well we we work on a little i wouldn't say there's a specific um specific thing we work on because we work on all types of things um sometimes we work on trucks Sometimes we work on houses. Sometimes we even um art what is it called? Oh, I, I know, I know. Um Welding. We, sometimes we design oh okay. yes, welding. We do welding. Um and we do stairs sometimes because I remember this one time that um we went to this house and we made a whole flight of stairs. And so and we build on build on not just trucks but cars too, and so we do a little bit of everything you could say, not just one thing, but a little bit of everything. So with doing those things and learning these new crafts, um, do you enjoy learning how to put things together or create things, or is it just something you like to do for fun? Well personally just something I like to do for fun and I like it a lot because with me knowing all these new possible things when I grow older smarter I could build things myself and do my own little thing make my own money with doing my things with all that he taught me I could use them and reuse them for all those years that I need them or just want to do them for fun. Very nice. And speaking of growing older, have you started to think about what you want to do or what you want to become when you become older? Well, I, I don't really know. And I know usually some, most kids, I think, uh, know what they probably want to be a cop, doctor, lawyer, astronaut, scientist, but me, I I don't know. 
I, at first, when I was little, I wanted to be a doctor or an artist because I I was unique with the human. I was interested. Let me say that I was interested in the human body for some reason. It was just strange, but amazing to me. So I wanted to be a doctor when I was little, but as I grew, so many more things that I knew I could do. Um, they just kept changing. But if I had to pick only one of those options that I want to do, I would want to become a investor. I want to travel in the world and invest. What would you like to invest in? And I also want to tell you that there are plenty of people who don't know what they want to be and it can it can forever change like as time goes on as you get older you know you could decide you want to try a different career so it's absolutely nothing wrong with that but you said an investor what would you like to invest in and what would you like to invest in all over the world well what i would like to invest in is um mostly resources like um either like I I like to focus on something that the whole world needs or yes needs because um like I said earlier there's not really people that have a lot of things so to invest in other things to invest in things that other people have and need making more of those things um or getting more of those things I could give all around the world. So with investing in all that and saving up my money to um, do that, I would give it to the other people that don't really have it. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Tell me, what's one of your fondest childhood memories? When I was... um, in New York, ziplining. Oh, cool. That would, that would be one of the most that I remember. Because at the same time, I was terrified but excited. <laughs> yeah, ziplining will do that to you, won't it? <laughs> yes, it will. So tell me, would you consider yourself or someone who would like uh, do something that frightens you but do it anyway? Well, yes, I, I would say just do it without risk. Yeah, I guess you could say, but um, but oh, you know, I am, but I'm like someone who is a risk taker. I'd say. Oh yes, a risk taker. That's better. That's better. <laughs> well, um, yes, I'd say a risk taker. But I will have to say though, when when I was younger, I I was I'd do it lots of times without any risk um but as I grew up and I learned more things of what the consequence could be or the um result of it I started to get more nervous not I'm not as much as a risk taker as I was when I was younger okay what do you think has um with growing up has made you uh, more nervous about taking risks? Well, 
I just have to say, like, the outcome of it all. Like, how I used to, um, I think about all the things that could happen and not just doing it. That's what, that's what really got me. Like, say, if I were to, um, go skiing on a very, very tall and rocky mountain, um, I think about what could happen at the end, like me breaking all my bones or or anything bad like that, and not just doing it. That's that's what I would say. I understand that. You know, as we as adults get older as well, we start to think about things, the the end outcome, and the possibilities of things. But you know, I will say that something that is wonderful about the Lord is He wants us to think like children. And in that, don't be quick to, to be nervous um, or anxious about anything because the Lord's going to take care of it. Now, when it comes to, you know, sure, you know, going down a, a ski slope can, can be uh, very, you know, it can be dangerous, but it can also be fun. And I don't want you to ever let life, life's fun and excitement and in a safe way, adventures stop you from doing something just because the outcome, you know, you could create something in your head that's like, oh my gosh, but what if I'm the one person who falls off the side of the mountain and, and, you know, and hurts myself. That could happen, but we could also put out there that you could safely make it up that mountain that's covered with snow and safely make it back down. Hmm. You want to know what your TT does? I would like to, yes. Okay. Whenever I get afraid of anything, anything, and, and my love, I get more, I, you know, I, I'm calling it opportunities now. A friend of mine named Nicole said, we're going to turn fear into an opportunity. Whenever I get an opportunity to try something new, um, to do something that could possibly make me a bit nervous, instead of running away from it, I run to it. And I trust that all will be well. And it is. How about you try that next time? I'll keep that in mind and I'll do this. Wonderful. Keep it in mind. Keep it in mind and next time I do something uh, that could involve a bad accident or anything, I'll, I'll, I'll think about that. I'll, I'll do it I'll, and I'll accomplish it. You sure will. I love how you just spoke those words with such power and and you believe them. Connor, do you know what an affirmation is? Um, no, I do not. Well, let me tell you, I love affirmations. Affirmations are words that we affirm, which means words that we believe to be true. And so every morning when I wake up or on my way to work, I say five affirmations about myself. And you get to make them up yourself, or you can borrow them from someone else who's made them up. So my five affirmations are, I am powerful beyond measure. I am talented. I am creative. I am loving. I am worthy of love. And sometimes I add more and I make up new things. And so if you could think of five affirmations for yourself, what would they be? Can you think of five affirmations for yourself? Mm-mm. Well, I'd say 
And they can start you know, with I am's, like I am, I am, I am. Okay. Um, well, I'd have to say I am loving, I am caring, and I am very intelligent, and and I I am a very blessed child, very blessed child. That would be some of my Those are wonderful affirmations, Connor. And I love how you said them with such confidence. That's going to carry you so far in life. Something that you said earlier, you said you love your life. Tell me, what is it about your life that you love? Well, really, that I love about my life is that I love really, there's not really a specific thing, really. I I mostly just love that I'm breathing. I'm, my my loved ones, my family members are here with me. I I always have love somewhere. And the other thing that I love is that there's always something that, like, if you're down or, or if you're upset, mad, angry, or just going through a very tough time. There's always something that you that's there to make you happy. If it's not seeing a family member, it's uh, listening to music. If it's not that, then it's basic. There's basically have to be something that will make you happy about life. And and the other thing that I love about life is just living i love being here on earth if like and i love god that god gave me a chance to be on in this world and that's and i just take it all in and just do so i what i like to like about life and just living is being here with all these people, my family members, loved ones, friends, people I don't even know, just here with with lots of other people. That's pretty awesome, Connor, to have that kind of perspective at your age. Um, and all the things that you spoke about, none of them are material things. You know, it's not a, the brand new shoes or the, the fancy car or, you know, the mansion of a house. It is all the things that we sometimes take for granted that remind you that you have a great life. And I just, I love that you see life that way. Hold on to that for the rest of your days, okay? I will. Good. Do you believe in miracles? Of course, like they're always possible and they're, they're always there. Have you ever experienced a miracle? Oh, uh, I've experienced a lot. Um, I'll, but I'll only tell, tell one of them though. Um, okay. so one of my miracles is that, um, so I was, um, at school, 
I was around the age of five or six, and we were at lunch. Well, yes, we were in the lunch hall. And so we were going through the line to get to um, get the lunch from the lunch lady. So I got these fries. Now, I am allergic to peanut oil. So, but what I didn't know was the fries were in peanut oil. And I was eating some of those fries. And when we sat down to eat, I ate most of the fries because my my favorite food at that time was fries, and it still is to this day. And I was eating the fries, and they had peanut oil in them, and I had eaten a lot of them. So I started to get an allergic reaction. So one of the miracles was that my teacher saw me and other and even one of the principals saw me and my teacher got my EpiPen and she um saved my life really she she made me she let me live another day and God let me live another day mostly God but that's one of my miracles that my life was saved wow what a story my love what a story. That one always makes me tear up a little bit because I'm so grateful that um, I believe in angels and I believe in miracles and I know God is an awesome God. And I'm glad that you were taken care of that day and watched over. Well, you always have someone watching over you. And it's always, and the one person that's always watching you is God. And you even have your own little angel, so you always have someone by your side. I believe that too, Connor. I have one more question for you. Okay. If there was one thing you'd like people to take away from meeting you, what would that be? Um. Could you say that again? I'm I'm very sorry. Yeah. No worries, my love. If there's one thing you like people to take away from meeting you, what would that yeah. be? Um, I don't really know. I, I I'd want them to um to just huh, to be honest, I. I don't really know. I would. I would want them to um, just love the fact that they're here. I. I love them to take with them the one thing that I always remembered, even as a kid. Live life to the fullest. Just, just do it. Just don't worry about really anything. And even when you're in a very, and I mean very difficult time, just, just think of the good things. Think of the endless good possibilities. I mean, those are beautiful words to live by, my love. 
just as I give every guest on my show, and especially you from the depths of my soul. Thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Connor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this today with me. Of course. It was an, like I said, it's an honor being here, really. Oh, that's just how special you are, my love. I want to share you with the whole white world if I can. I would love that. (laughs) All right, you all. I hope you now know why this child has stolen my heart. He is intelligent. He is loving. He is kind. And he is very blessed. And he knows it. And he hopes that you take away his little nugget of life, which is to live life to the fullest. I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of POV with Kristen Gilmore. See you next time. Bye. Ha. Ooh. Ha.